Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. presentation of the belly up sports media network what is going on you guys i'm your host stacy cole morgan and you are listening to the morgan man sports podcast here on spotify google podcast good pod hq youtube podcast and wherever else you find your preferred podcast ladies and gentlemen today we have an action-packed show talking nothing but atlanta falcons free agency moves potential signings and who I would pick at the number eight overall position if the Falcons don't trade up or down in this year's 2023 NFL Draft. So without any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action. All right, guys, so we're going to kick things off with the news, starting off with the Falcons plan on hosting Ravens defensive lineman Calais Campbell. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Falcons are planning to host veteran defensive lineman Calais Campbell on a free agent visit this week, sources say. Campbell was recently released by the Ravens, who kept the door open for his return. But in the meantime, the 15-year veteran will meet in Atlanta. That is coming from Mike Garofolio at Mike Garofolio on Twitter. Of course, he's an official NFL source, so definitely this is legit right here. And guys, let me tell you, the Falcons are absolutely killing it right now in the free agency market, all because we got that extra money that we didn't have two or three years ago when we're when we had Matt Ryan and Julio Jones' contracts. You know that was eating up the total cap space because I believe the Falcons also had like at the time like maybe eight hundred thousand dollars in cap space, maybe close to a million. But now with us having at the start of free agency like near sixty four. 70 million dollars and only down now to 22 mil guys that's insane for the amount of talent that we are getting in this free agency market plus what's to come for the draft coming for the college players it's absolutely insane so again defensive lineman Calais Campbell is set to visit Atlanta this week sometime so now moving on over, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Falcons reportedly interested in all-time pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. The Atlanta Falcons are looking to improve their passing game after a year in which they had to rely on the running game each and every single week. They already have Drake London and hopefully a healthy Kyle Pitts, while they've also added Jonah Smith and Mac Hollins, but apparently they are in the market for former All-Pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins has had nothing short of a spectacular career, though, excuse me, throughout many years in Houston with a shanky quarterback play, he's always managed to put up eye-catching numbers. He is an older player, but can still ball out without a doubt. So with DeAndre Hopkins, 
in that wide receiver locker room he's not only going to be a playmaker but he, he is also going to be a teacher to drake london and the rest of our wide receiver corp and this is honestly a great move if the falcons were to land d-hop this right here would solidify free agency for the atlanta falcons needless to say Going to the second bit of news right here, the Falcons get an unexpected addition to the defensive line. And you may be asking, what unexpected surprise? Well, in a surprising turn of events, the Falcons have reinstated veteran defensive tackle Eddie Goldman from the reserve slash retired list, the team announced. Again, from at Mike Galiforio, or Galiforio, however you pronounce the last name, the Falcons have reinstated defensive tackle Eddie Goldman from the reserve slash retired list. He's back after announcing his retirement from last year. The former Bears defender signed with Atlanta last summer, but retired two weeks later, prompting many jokes. A second round pick from the 2015 NFL Draft, Goldman has played 81 career games, starting 73 of them in his seven seasons with the Bears. After finishing out with his rookie contract, he signed a lucrative four-year deal to stay in Chicago. He opted out in the COVID-19 season in 2020, but returned in 2021, playing in 14 games before the Bears released him. Goldman's unexpected addition gives the Falcons' defensive line another able body to rotate with Grady Jarrett, David Onanya, and Taquan Graham. Don't look now, but this is actually a competent group. Eddie Goldman is a proven commodity. Over his career, he has totaled 13 sacks, 18 tackles for a loss, and 21 quarterback hits. The Falcons won't be expecting Gawati, if I'm pronouncing this right, sack totals, but Goldman will be a productive piece of what should be a much improved defense. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Eddie Goldman is returning and it's going to be with the Falcons. This is definitely, again, like I just spread off. This is really a great addition for this defensive line. And we need an edge rusher. We need that outside edge rusher. And that will be coming later in the show. But the Falcons are going heavy in defense for this free agency. And they still need to go heavy in defense for the NFL draft. You know, yes, you are signing very well acknowledged players who's got the veteran IQ. Also, at the same time, you do need to sign some younger players. So that way, when, like, for example, like a Clayus Campbell does sign with the Falcons and then announces re retirement two years later, you already got his backup, and that's what you need. So a defensive heavy free agency in an NFL draft is definitely a key to success for Atlanta this offseason. And the other bit of news, the Falcons are signing cornerback Mike Hughes to a two-year deal. Hughes comes to the Atlanta Falcons from Detroit, where he spent the 2022 season. In said season, Hughes saw action in 16 games, making six starts, a career high for Hughes. Though he's mainly been outside the corner throughout his career, Hughes does have a little experience in the slot, particularly last year with Detroit, lining up inside 220 times and outside 268 times according to pff what may have attracted the falcons to hughes though may have been in his run stopping ability even 
as a primary outside corner during his career. Through Hughes' coverage grade landed a 51.4 last year, and his run defense grade landed an 81.1 with an overall tackling grade of 71.0, according to PFF. The Falcons and defensive back Isaiah Oliver parted ways when free agency began, with Oliver headed to the 49ers. Could Hughes see some reps within the slot that's been vacated by Oliver? Perhaps. If that's the direction the new defense coordinator Ryan Nielsen wants to go with his defense, if not, Hughes still provides depth to a position that that's depth was tested in 2022 as well as starting caliber history. Going on to even more news, ladies and gentlemen, I promise this is the last one. The Falcons have been so busy in this free agency market, it is unreal. So now going into this right here, the Falcons signed wide receiver Mac Hollins to a one-year deal. The NFL veteran is coming off a career year with the Raiders, joined Strake London in the receiver's room. The veteran wideout was drafted 118th overall in the fourth round in the 2017 NFL Draft by the Eagles. Hollins spent three years, or excuse me, three seasons in Philadelphia, appearing in 28 games, catching 26 receptions for 351 yards and one touchdown. Following his stint with the Eagles, Holland signed with the Dolphins 2019 and played in Miami until 2021. He saw action in 37 games, Holland in 30 receptions for 399 yards and five touchdowns. Holland's best season in the league came in 2022 during his long year with the Raiders. He finished the season with 57 receptions, 690 yards and four touchdowns in addition to play in all 17 games. In week three against the Titans, Hollins had eight catches for a career high of 158 receiving yards and one touchdown. The six foot four, 221 pound receiver is quality depth piece who adds veteran leadership, physicality, and run blocking skills. A trait Arthur Smith loves in his receivers to complement the Falcons dominating rushing attack. He's the first free agent wideout to be signed by Atlanta this offseason. Holland now joins Drake London, Frank Darby, among others in the receiving room. So again, guys, this is the very first offensive player that the Falcons have signed during this free agency right here. And I do expect the Falcons to at least make a, a few picks in the NFL draft for wideout. Because again, you've got to have a star beside Drake London and Kyle Pitts to really have a good and balanced offense, pretty much. You can't really just rely on the run game with Cordell Patterson and, and expect that to be it. No, you got to have a wide receiver corp too, and I'm, we're definitely good on tight ends, but also the wide receivers to really make them spectacular plays. So again, if we, if we sign D-Hop, that's also going to be spectacular because he can make them catches. And then, of course, Mac Hollins will join with Drake London. This is definitely a good wide receiver court if that were to happen with D-Hop. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are moving into the main topic of today's episode of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. If you are enjoying so far, make sure you hit that like button. Subscribe if you are on YouTube. Leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It does help out with the podcast. 
and make sure you are tuning in to the Belly Up Sports products outside of the Morgan Man Sports podcast here. With the eighth overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons will select Will Anderson Jr., Alabama Edge. Guys, Will Anderson Jr. is definitely a versatile player. Given a prospect grade of 7.02, this is a Pro Bowl talent. And NFL Next Gen Stats, powered by Amazon, gives Will Anderson Jr. a 94 overall grade. He is an elite player that can get to the quarterback easily and stop the run game and just be a nasty player up front. So Will Anderson's hometown is Hampton, Georgia. He is a junior coming out of Alabama. Height is 6'3 and a half. Weight 253 pounds. Arm is 33 7 eighths. Hand is 9 inches 7 eighths. So his production score is a 99. Athleticism score is a 76. And total score overall is a 94. 40 yard dash is a 4.6. 10 yard split is 1.61. And the rest is undetermined, unofficial. So the analysis from the NFL Combine compares Will Anderson Jr. to DeMarcus Ware. Overview, the three-year starter for vaunted Alabama program with an eye-popping production that is anticipates his potential impact. And this is actually a fun note right here. He is the best edge rusher in the Nick Saban era. So this definitely tells you that this right here is a potential best pickup of all time if he were to to land with the Atlanta Falcons at that number eight overall pick. But that is according to my mock draft. So Will Anderson Jr.'s strengths is Proportional build and excellent arm length, get off juice to attack the corner, goodie bag filled with tactics and approaches to threaten edges, couples, couples hands and hip flip to flatten the edge into the pocket, uses powerful hips to play through blockers inside edge, athleticism and closing burst to hunt down quarterbacks when play extends, fires fast hands and anchors down to set a firm edge. Wide base and torque power allow for block discards. Pursuit speed to catch the runner from the backside. Good lateral fluency and body control for efficient change in direction. Anderson's weaknesses. Motor needs to stay tuned up throughout the rep. Force into extended confrontations against linemen at point of attack. Hip tightness. Limits stride length as a rusher. Needs to develop a hand counters to defeat a well-timed punch. Energy as a run defender appears to be Wayne at times. Tennessee right tackle Darnell Wright's length and power gives him issues. So that is pretty much the weaknesses right there. And the sources tell NFL power file players with traits who get sacks in college are going to get sacks. In the pro, Anderson is way more likely to succeed than any of these than any of these quarterbacks in the draft. It's not even close. Executive from NFC team. And again, guys, going back to the grades, 
Anderson does get a 7.3, and that is a perennial All-Pro. So you're going to succeed in the NFL regardless right here if you're getting that kind of grade. Coming from a great program at Alabama with a coach that is giving him great on-field advice and great off-field advice. So the Falcons definitely need to pick him up for being that outside edge rusher to get to the quarterback. And with this addition right here with Grady Jarrett and everybody else on that defensive line that could potentially sign this year with the Atlanta Falcons, this will be a top 10, maybe a top five defensive lineman group to get sacks on the quarterback, rushes, everything. So that's who I'm picking if I'm the Atlanta Falcons at number eight is Will Anderson Jr., Edge out of Alabama. So, guys, I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, and so many more platforms to listen to me on. Again, catch me up on Belly Up Sports and the other podcast that is out there right now. But until then, guys, I can worry. We'll catch you all later. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.